And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. All of us to step up. You know, the climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas, who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred. They heard the screams, they heard the gunshots, and uh, nobody stepped forward. That was former Vice President Al Gore speaking on Meet the Press about climate change. And this is an episode about the debacle of Uvalde Police Department in Texas. With the Robb Elementary school shooting that was... Yeah, but we just wanted to throw in this, because throw this in here, because Al Gore is a freaking idiot. (laughs) What a complete moron to even make that comparison. Yeah, I... That is some mental gymnastics. The first thing that I I do want to say is that a... Whack job. One video I did see shot at two people as they were looking or like going to check on him because he crashed his vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I saw. And they started running away. Uh, Oh, and then him go into a classroom. And I was just like, I can't. I don't really. I don't really care. I I watched what they released. They they, they cut out the screams and stuff. It, It was pretty horrific. The first thing I want to say, though, is welcome to Iowa Talk Guys podcast. There we go. I'm TP. And I'm Theo. And we're here talking about Uvalde Police Department and the terrible, terrible incident that happened under Joe Biden's watch as president. Well, the, the, my first thought is that it's another tragedy. It is a tragedy. I'm just joking. I can't really blame this on, on, on President Biden, but, you know. Right. The other, well, t- the other side... Some people blame, you know, the other former president for all, all types of dumb stuff, so I just figured I'd jump on that bandwagon of blame, blame the president for everything. Anywho, <laughs> you all right? Then my next thought is that Al Gore is a complete and utter fucking idiot. I'm here to educate you about the single biggest threat to our planet. You see... There is something out there which threatens our very existence and may be the end to the human race as we know it. I'm talking, of course, about Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig? It is a creature which roams the earth alone. It is half man, 
half bear and half pig. Some people say that man bear pig isn't real. Well, I'm here to tell you now, man bear pig is very real, and he most certainly exists. I'm serial. Man bear pig doesn't care who you are or what you've done. Man bear pig simply wants to get you. I'm super serial. But have no fear, because I am here to save you. And someday, when the world is rid of Man Bear Pig, everyone will say, thank you, Al Gore. You're super awesome. The end. I mean, you have to be a moron to make that association. You have to be... Like I said, the, you have to, yeah, the mental gymnastics that you had to go through to, to make that connection between climate change deniers and the Uvalde Police Department's inaction is just completely and utterly stupid. He knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he's an idiot that way. I'm saying that he is lying to such a degree that he's stupid. He's an idiot. Well, Because why do you have to lie like that? Here's the sad thing is there's idiots out there that believe him. It's pitiful. It's stupid. It is what it is. It's the nature of the human beast. No, there that this is um a wake up call of hey, we just learned your police department. You'll find out. You'll find out when it happens if your police department is ready to act. Yeah, how terrible and, is that? And it could be an hour. <laughs> or we, more. We, we have a new, yeah, or more. We have a new. I mean, that's utterly. We have a new sort of barometer. I would here. really hope that that would not happen in, in our community. But you never know, dude. I mean, years ago, there was a man in a subway stabbing attack in New York City. You remember that? And the police were literally outside of the train car watching it happen and didn't go in and save him. And the guy. Ended up killing his attacker, but still, you know, he suffered like 40-something stab wounds and lacerations all over his body. And How'd he kill him? I don't know. Fought him off somehow. Jesus. But he ended up suing the New York Police Department and lost because the police department are not there to protect and serve yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another one actually out of New York, believe it or not. Again, shocker. Yeah, yeah, shocker, shocker. That... I believe it was a horrific murder rape of a young lady Ugh. who called the cops and like it was like apparent there was a young lady being raped m- murdered type of situation and nobody responded for a long time and it wasn't apparently a priority. So it went all the way to the Supreme Court in New York and I want to say that Oh yeah, well, the verdict was that you know the police that ultimately aren't responsible for your safety if something goes awry, you know. And that's just terrible. And I would really hope in our community that our police would have a different response, a different reaction. And I personally know police officers that I know would not have that reaction where they're like, "Oh, you want me to stand down? I don't give a crap." You know what I mean? And there was one officer. I don't know. Wouldn't you think there would be some on the Uvalde Police Department? I mean, you're saying you There know. was. And his daughter was getting killed, and he was being held back by his fellow police so, officers. But you're, 
you know, you're saying that you know guys that would go in there. How do you know? I don't know. Well, there's a guy whose daughter's getting killed. Yeah, that's true, too. And unfortunately, and that's the other crazy thing is this is in Texas where they're so proud. Yeah. And, I'm a Texan. Nothing like against a, you Texans. Yeah. I love you all, but if holy crap. Texans I know. I know a lot more Much Texans. Love no, from I actually, Iowa. I actually know some Texans that have some big ass balls, right? I mean, hey, I mean, that surgically hard people settled that their land. No, yeah, they did flat out. They did all for, of it. You're right. Remember the Alamo, yeah. but I'm. That's what really disappoints me is that this was in Texas and that this. It's. Uh, I mean, it really those, disappoints me that happened anywhere. I'm not an anomaly. That's for sure. I mean, it's like, <laughs> is it, well, and you would think like if something like this happened, you would think, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Like in Houston, right? God, God, you know, God forbid this were to happen anywhere else. But like you, like a border town like South Texas, right? Mm, like, yeah, you would think like I would some see hard something like hard, a cartel doing something like this some rather hard than some shit. Yeah, some. some Kid, kid, who apparently was on medication. Tra- he was a transgender. He was going through a rough time on antidepressants. So I mean, which is hey, you know what? That's a very common thing in a lot of these shootings is antidepressant medication. I know it was with the Columbine shooters, and it was with the Sandy Hook shooter. It happened when Joe, you know, Sandy Hook happened when Joe was vice president. Yeah. Right? Obama, Oblamia, the the God King. Yeah, Xerxes, like Jamie Foxx. Xerxes Bama. Let's thank our Lord and Savior. Yeah, I don't agree with you, Jamie. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. Anyway. But yeah, it was a very... And then to be even more just absolutely shocking, you find out later that the chief of police that was on scene, quote-unquote, did not know oh hold on the chief of police pete arredondo right you heard of him he took off both of his radios and said he made the wrong decision told the tribune he believed the carrying radios would slow him down as he entered the school and that he knew the radios did not work in some school buildings and he did not issue any orders. He called for assistance and asked for an extraction tool to open the door. I don't know what protocol is. If he didn't. The, the chief of police didn't think he was in charge during the school shooting. He didn't think he was in charge during the school shooting? How absolutely absurd. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be like you at work. Okay. And uh, some government authority... Some government authority comes in, or whoever, and says, hey, who's in charge here? Who are all the employees going to point to? Your supervisor. The, the chief. The chief, right? Yeah. So, and I, think that's what a chief I know, is. I know that there's people in the industries, you know, working in factories and other industries and stuff, they'd be like, yes, I'm the one in charge here. What's up? Right? What do you need? But in this situation, you have the chief of police... Leaving his communication tools somewhere. Somewhere. Not communicating with his team. Calling for an extraction tool to open a door that was already open. That the gunman already went through. You didn't think to try to knock the knob first. 
I went through some close quarterback uh, battle training, and guess what they say? And guess what? Also, I was a combat engineer, so that was one of our, our specialties was breaching, okay? And that's one of the very first things that they teach you in a breaching class. Make sure the door is not locked. It, you know, the first thing you do before you blow it up <laughs> is you see if it opens. Okay? Okay. I mean, you, you don't want to do the... Makes sense. Right. I mean, hey, how embarrassing would that be? Yeah, let's get this charge on this door, and then somebody just comes walking out of it. Oh, oops. That's embarrassing. Anyway, this whole thing was completely handled ridiculously wrong. And the really sad part is, is remember Erock sent us that uh, Facebook link to the Uvalde Police Department's website where they took the picture down because of all the comments of like a year ago where there was a, about 12 or 13 members of the SWAT team from Uvalde that just completed. And apparently it was in that same exact school, which another scenario happened in Sandy Hook, where they had just completed school shooting training. Imagine that. It's so wild. And then they did not respond in the manner that they were even trained in. That's that's just sickening. I mean, and then the, I and then parents a, I parents were arrested trying to enter the school to go save their children. Putting hand, well, not arrested, but putting handcuffs. They were well, restraining parents. I mean, that's this is for your own that's safety. Arrested. But screw your children. Yeah, that's that, arrested, that, and that's illegal. I mean, uh, that's if you have, if you're in handcuffs, you're arrested. Well, I don't care, I don't care what the law says. Or or abducted. Yeah, there yeah. you go. If you want to go that route, yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> you you force you force this person against their will into handcuffs. I don't care, especially like. If I were to just do ma'am, that, ma'am, we're doing this for your safety. <laughs> Screw your kids. If I were to somehow do that to you right now, which I don't, I don't know. I'd try. That'd be fun to try. <laughs> you and it? me getting in a ring, <laughs> and one of us trying to get handcuffs on the other one. That'd be weird. <laughs> that would. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we wear each other out. But uh, yeah, if I was to get you in, I mean, that'd be a criminal charge. If I was to, that would be assault, brother. Into, <laughs> yeah, that's assault. No, not assault. If I got you into handcuffs, if I bound you, well, you had to force me into it first, I right? Bound so you. those officers yeah, so physically, physically attached themselves, their hands on to your their that their person. There you go. To have to do that's assault. Assault. And any, I don't care. In any country, that's le- legal assault. Right? Oh. But I yeah. I mean don't put your hands on people. Yeah, you touch me or in the workplace at the very you know, that's sexual assault if it was a uh you know, unwanted physical contact in the workplace. Right? They weren't working together though. Wanted either way. Physical contact in the workplace is always better. You know, consensual physical contact in the workplace. Yeah, they weren't at wrestling practice. <laughs> always consent. When you guys are so, and then the more information that comes out since this has gone on, since this hadn't gone on, since this has happened on May twenty fourth, okay. The Uvalde Police Department has been very reluctant to want to release information uh, from. Some articles I've read, there's some officers that don't remember the timeline, which that I understand 
Okay, I can relate to that because I've witnessed that firsthand. We're in firefights, Marines in firefights, and not that you know none of them. These get these guys were all on point with their stuff, and they 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 did exactly what they were trained to do, and all that. But some of them had like t- missing time. They didn't remember where they were at certain parts. They remember certain things happening, but not quite. Me, fortunately, I had the ability to. You know, I remembered all the timeline through the whole everything that happened and stuff. So I actually had guys when we were doing after action reports, guys come up to me asking me like, "Hey, man, you remember where we were at here?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you were over here, yada yada yada." So under that high stress environment, that stuff going on. I mean, especially you're hearing kids screaming, gunshots going off. I could see where there would be officers that would have that missing. Sure. You know, they, I, I, I don't yeah. remember, but but they're not Marines in Afghanistan, right? Right. But at the same time, also they had. Body cams. All these guys were equipped with body cams. Well, not all of them, but the majority of them were, right? And then there's also video from all the stuff going on. So, like, they've they've been through interrogating people. You think they would know, hey, these guys have me on video. Maybe I should just be honest with them. I don't know. That'd be a good idea. I don't know. I'm just saying, dude. It's there's a lot of very f- the fishy Punisher things, guy. Right? The he had the oh checking his cell phone. Yeah, Punisher logo on it. Probably telling his wife, "Baby, I love you." Probably yeah. not coming home tonight. I don't know what is up with that logo. Like dudes, just <laughs> having that logo. Oh, especially all over the place. Yeah. Hey, man. I like I like it when the the guys the military guys. Are the guys that never served in the military have them and stuff? And uh, yeah, I mean, why, like, because I've seen because there's like sniper units and other like uh, SF units that I've seen use that. You know, that makes sense because you guys are out there actually doing. You know, uh, I guess sure. I mean, I don't know if you like the logo. No, not it, not necessarily. You're take punishing. It, use it how you want it. But you I, guys are actually those guys are actually out there smoking people. Yeah, I just think like, I I don't know for that for that reason like. Not having done that stuff, right? Using that logo in that way because of you know firearms, right? And glo- really glorifying it and whatnot. Yeah, glorifying death. I don't. Uh, I can't think of a single Punisher logo thing I have. I'm sure, there's one somewhere, just on like something I don't know about. Hey man, whatever sells, right? We'll make some Punisher stickers. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. No, let's let's <laughs> let's not do that. Let's not do that. Why not? Oh, kidding, no. kidding. We're gonna put Theo across the top of him. <laughs> no punishment. No. All right. Well, I get it. If you're a fan of the comic, maybe you know, maybe you're a super nerded fan. But I guess is either it a way, comic? I don't know. I've never I'm been really, in comics ever hey, at all. I, I started getting in, and this is off-topic tangent, started getting in the Marvel Universe. I got through, like, f- maybe Phase 2 or something, whatever Doctor Strange movie was. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Dude, I was so over I get it. You guys have superpowers. That's neat. Meanwhile, there's real stuff going on in the world. Sure, that yeah. requires my, I mean, not my attention, but I think people should be aware of it. You know, once again, you people listening to this show, while we're doing this show. Paying attention to different things. We're talking about, you know, yeah, we're hard to follow a lot of the times, but, you know, you, I mean, you get our point, right? 
I don't think we're that hard to follow. We're thinking about if we're not. Hey, we're thinking about g- stuff different. Give us, give us tips. Yeah, we we've been talking about this stuff and going over this stuff for so long. At times, at times. Anyway, further throughout the investigation, the Uvalde Police Department have just been basically trying to prolong this as much as they possibly can. It seems like to me that's. Well, it's unfortunate, yeah. Without really knowing too much about it. And yeah. And I bet all the entire department, I agree with Al Gore, they're probably all climate change deniers, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was his point. When in it, no, it wasn't his point, but just, but that's I mean, why we started with this, because that's just stupid. That's just how absolutely ludicrous it is. Yeah. Just, first of all, who believes that? Yeah. Why, that who believes that? The whole Uvalde Police Department are, no, the, are that climate that change, climate deniers, change are deniers are are like the cowards. Four hundred, yeah, like the four hundred Uvalde Police Department. And I can't say all of them are just those ones that enacted there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm but, not going to blame an entire police department for the failure of half of them or whatever it was that was out there. That's a tragedy, and it sounds preventable because you'd think that ju- people would just go into. It could have, dude. I mean. A school and try to kill somebody if they could and risk their life to make sure that another you know classroom of children didn't just get wiped well, out. And going back to what I said is I know some police officers that would go in there and I actually just had a conversation a few weeks ago with a, a guy at my gym. Actually, I've known him before he was a police officer. Great dude. Good dude. Uh, know his family. He, oh, so you've talked to him about this? I talked to him about oh this. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. Goodness, this is brilliant. Goodness, this is brilliant. Yeah? Okay. Well, and he said he just got done with doing a school shooting scenario, and he said, you know what? He said, I'm not going to say anything about against those guys, but he goes, me being a police officer, and he goes, and I have a family. I have a kid. Even though my kid's not going to that school, if I, ha- if I was called up, if that was happening... And I went in there and I got killed trying to stop that guy. That would be the highest honor that I could ever serve for my community, for my family, is that at least I died trying to kill this guy. And I was like, Absolute, well, isn't that why you're a cop? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's holy I'm shit. Like, you're talking about a dude that you lift weights with. Yeah. And this happened. And he's younger than me, too. He's, he's like, I think he's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and he. And this happened. Yeah. And he, that's why I don't get it. It's on. It's. What happened? I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, that's when our community, I think we have a lot of guys that would not even, and he's the type of dude, I know him, he's the type of dude, if he was like, if he was there, if he showed up and there was guys telling him to stand down, he'd be like, no. You know. What are you going to do, shoot me? Yeah. Exactly. And he would be like, anybody else that has a set of balls on you, yeah, stack on me, let's move. Can I get a weapon? (laughs) I mean... And that's just the type of person he is, and and you know what? His he, and he grew up in a cop family. His old man was a cop and stuff. Great, he's a great dude too. But his old man would be the same exact way. Like I don't give a shit. Like, well, I boom. mean, there's a ton of people that like. I mean, there's a lot of people that. Are, and he's a sheriff's deputy. There's a lot of people that are pretty irresponsible with firearms. There are, but there's you know a lot of even just regular civilian people that are pretty good about you know keeping your your muzzle awareness you know oriented in a safe direction you know most of the time and if you just have. because of hunting and walking around oh yeah and whatnot, M- most people in our community yeah you think say. that some regular folks could even go in there and stop one gunman oh dude yeah i mean 
Don't you? If, I think if I was in the right, if I was in that place, awesome. dude, if I happened to drive by and witness something like that, it would it would not sit right on my conscience to just keep driving by. I would hope that I would have the balls to go in there and gun that man down. Yeah, even if it weren't my kids, dude. Yeah, and those are still the the future of our community, the future ma- of our world, dude. and maintain the awareness to not let one go astray, either. Well, and that's. That's where practicing it. See, and that's where if you, I'm all about owning firearms, having them be responsible with them. And part of being a responsible firearm owner is to freaking get the training or, or, and go out and fire that. Hone your skill. Get it to where you know, hey, when I pull this trigger, I, I'm 100% confident that it is going to where I want it to go. Yeah. Or at least maybe an inch or two out of, right? You, you can hone that skill. Look at freaking actors can go do it for movies. Sure. Okay. Oh yeah. I you mean, can, like actually, if you look on YouTube, like Keanu, yeah, there's tons Keanu of stuff. Reeves oh yeah, that, John Wick. Oh that. Oh that other the gal I can't remember who was on it with him. Oh, I I can't recall, yeah, but she anyway. was. She, yeah, they were doing that course. The A beautiful woman pistol. Pistol, shotgun, rifle, course, whatever that is. There are videos on YouTube of those guys going through a course. Just yeah, and you can do that too. You can learn. You can do this stuff too. And if you're if you're a firearm owner, like I said, part of being a responsible firearm owner is learning how to shoot, knowing what's on, what, knowing your target, what lies beyond it, also, so you're not punching holes through stuff and hitting somebody on the other side, you know, that you don't want to hit. Right. So, yeah, you can absolutely do that, and that's I believe like. The whole defund the police thing was absolutely ridiculous. If if anything, they need more funding. Because I would like to see. Okay, if, if you really can't hit a target, or uh, uh, I shouldn't say can't hit a target. I think the firearm qualification courses should be a little bit more stricter, and that will force our officers to be a lot more tighter of fire of shots. Right. Hey, and theoretically, you're talking about a lot of police departments over. Hey, man, you know, you know what? The military does it all the time, though. Those combat units. If you're in a combat unit in the Army or the Marine Corps, or the Navy or Air Force, you're you're out there shooting all the time, doing ranges all the time, and it's to hone your skill. You're using different types of weapons. Whatever you gotta do. When you are functioning, Secret in, Service agents do it all the time. When you are functioning in a combat unit, as you know, I would have meant you were. A, you know, the, yeah, I was in a combat unit. Well, I know that, but you were in the you know lower enlisted ranks. Yeah, for a lot of it, right? Yeah. Yep. How many oh, times do you go to the range every week? Let's say. Oh, I wouldn't say every week, but we were doing range for our build up for our deployments. We were doing ranges uh, maybe a couple times a month. You know what I mean? Going out doing. Anytime we were out doing going on a field op, you were hitting range. You're guaranteed to hit range once or twice, maybe three times. To so just fire. I've been, yeah, to I've fire, been just fire a bunch of rounds. Yeah, getting your rounds on target, making sure your weapons, you know, zeroed and stuff, and and um, make sure that you can hit what targets. you're aiming at. Yeah, making sure you're no doing what you're doing. There's other ranges where they have you maneuvering by fire with other units and stuff, so you have guys coming up. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's a, a lot of really cool training. Good stuff, you know. If you're if you're into that type of stuff, but it uh, yeah, we were shooting all the time. I mean, uh, there was one range. Uh, it was uh, I'm sorry, field op 
it was like two weeks long. I think we did like four or five ranges on that two week period. Or I'm sorry. Six or seven ranges. Yeah, firing I take that back. Range. Yeah, firing, firing ranges. Yeah, there was unknown distance. There's night ranges. Like all, I mean, we were hiking to one areas and then doing ranges and stuff, which, you know, what you're clean doing, your right? weapon. Yeah, and that I'm like, hey, this is what we signed up for. You know what I mean? So you're constantly cleaning your weapon. Uh, we also did one range where we did these sim rounds uh, on a uh, urban environment. So there were 9mm, like, paint gun rounds that you, you can just switch the upper receiver of uh, your M4, M16. And then you have this little paintball gun. That's freaking sweet. It's your rifle. Platform. Yeah, they're sweet. Nice. And yeah, it was, like, that was like deer hunting. So when you get hit, yeah, you know you got hit, right? Ding. Okay. Right. <clears throat> switch the upper. Yep, just switch the upper, go. and you had different magazines. You load these little nine millimeter sim rounds in. There was blue paint, pink paint. So blue team, pink team. It was cool. It was good training. And like I said, I'm all for that for officers and stuff. And it's it sucks that we live in a day and age where they have to have the ability to be drawing their weapons and shooting that straight all the time and stuff. But you know what? Carrying a weapon around all the time, that's pretty good. Yeah. Good stuff to know how and, to do. Well, yeah. And, hey, we we live in Iowa. We have the our concealed carry, or I'm sorry, our constitutional carry. It was concealed carry. Now it's constitutional. So if you're out there carrying a weapon in Iowa or any other you know state, learn how to use it. You should be going to the range, uh, you know, at least a couple times a month. I'm sorry, a, uh, once every couple months at least. You know, and I'm guilty of it as well. That I should be hitting the range more often, and it's getting harder. Likewise. You know, but here's where the other thing. You know, you can start reloading stuff, but whatever. We that's a super. We kind of went off on a super huge tangent, but. But, I, I, you know, it kind of segues into this. The police aren't always going to be there to help you. You should be able to learn to be able to help yourself. No matter what community you're living in. There you go. That's exactly what it's about. You know. You know That's why it ties in. Self-defense, in my personal opinion, self-defense, uh, your right to be alive is the number one biggest right that you Individual have. Individual self-defense. Yeah. You know, your then, own personal yeah, liberties yeah. of you being alive yeah. should be your number one priority numero uno and let, i mean you have kids and the situation always dictates with that but you know if i was out by myself yeah i'm making sure i survive if i'm with my, my kids and something happens or whatever my spouse i'm making sure they're going to survive over me even if it has to sacrifice my life for it but you know your right to self-defense is more important than other people being scared of, you know, having guns. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't mean to get on that rant, but here we're here. Here we are. Here we are. Well, know how to use them so that if this happens in your community, you can react faster than, and over an hour. Right. And you know what? Get to know your local police too. You know, I have a couple neighbors that are officers and stuff, and they're they're good dudes. And um, why not? Meet some of the people that are out there protecting your community. We'll get to know them. Yeah, because there's a lot yeah. of great guys out there. So far, I really haven't. I've only met one that was really kind of like, dude, you're just kind of a duty bag. Well, hey, but police are no different. Yeah, there's there's ones and whatever, twos everywhere. There's whatever ratios of of people that are there to 
Yeah, I go to church. Do damage with a bunch of police officers and seek stuff. Power, and, and they can do bad things. But uh, a lot of police are really good. And yeah, you know. all the ones that I've ever met are stand-up guys. They they they're they're doing it because they want to make a difference in their community. You know, there's a there are a few of them that are veterans, right? You know, they they serve sure. their country. They got out. They you know, and I thought about doing that too, but I'm really glad that I didn't. Why is that? I'm just I don't just don't think it would have been for me. Pulling people over and going to people's houses all the time. Well, you know, my, my views changed quite a bit too after I had had that thought and like I said I I don't really agree with like pulling people over and searching their vehicles. Like I I, I that's me personally and that's right. dangerous for the officers too. That's endangering their life. Yeah. You know. It's a legitimate legitimate but at the same time then you have yeah your ones and twos well if they hadn't searched ted bundy's vehicle they wouldn't have known he was on the way to go commit a murder well i mean because they found all this weird stuff in there yeah ted bundy is an extreme example (laughs) yeah it's not like we read Uh, about him yep you know you always wish you could have done things different whether or not it's you know stubbing stubbing your toe Walking through your living room on on the coffee table, or uh, murdering, you know, twenty or thirty women, like the Green River Killer in Washington. Yeah, that's an extreme example and something that people like to throw out all the time. Right. It's you know, people for some reason. I like to use extreme examples for to dictate a lot of stupid shit. I'm guilty of it myself. I think we all are to a certain extent, ex- right? And you got to learn over time to to try to stop using the words never so much, right? Never have I ever. And stuff like that. Yeah, but anyway, so back to Uvalde. Really a shame. Terrible tragedy. It's even more tragic that the police department acted in the way that they did. And I really think we can do better. You know. And hey, if you're out there and you think you and you want to do a difference and make a difference and you think you can do better as a police officer in the police, you know, your, your sheriff's department, go at it. By all means. I mean, they're always looking yeah. for good people. Go get it. Like I said, I got I got friends on the sheriff's department. My brother in law actually works for the sheriff's department. I have noticed around here that our sheriff's department is constantly looking for people, and yeah, for some reason, I I think that we're a lot better off than other places. Just we really are, and our they, sheriff they, out they, here is they, pretty legit. They look, you know, I don't know. They probably look for better people, you know. Yeah, and I mean, in all honesty, every sheriff that I've ever encountered, or sheriff's deputy that I've ever encountered, has been uh, really down to earth just legitimate always pretty straightforward straightforward yeah not they're not trying to play games like hey this is what we're doing i've always tried to use the tactic that uh you know whatever you're doing whether you're young doing something stupid or old and doing something stupid (laughs) just be respectful and if you get caught just take your time yep take it like a man yeah. Do, do what you got to do. I got a funny story about that. I know a guy. 
doing uh, 80 and 65. It's pulled over by a sheriff's deputy. Sheriff's deputy tells him he was going 80, but, but said, I'm going to cut you a ticket for 72, cut you some slack. So what does he do? Gives the deputy shit. Yeah, why would you do that? Because you were speeding. Yeah. Caught red-handed. 80. And and he was going to cut you a ticket, so what? he was cutting you a break, so that you're getting a ticket still because you were speeding, but I'm going to cut you a break because it's not going to cost as much. He was going 80. I mean, was he going 80? Was the, de- was the deputy right? Yeah, he, he admitted to me that he was going 80, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So the deputy was correct. And complained that he knocked he wanted it down to, to see. a 72. Wow. He didn't even complain. The, sh- the deputy was just give it, cutting him, just being a nice guy. And then he wanted to give, well, I want to see the radar. I mean, if well, you're going 80, that's pretty fast, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, and a 70 you, or 65. You just expect to get pulled over by the police. Especially if you pass one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what, and that's what yeah. happened. Okay. Isn't that natural? This is... How long have you been alive? Yeah, the 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 roads. See, the speed limits are made for a reason. The roads are only built rated for a certain speed limit because once you start getting a, a enough weight moving at a certain amount of speed on those roads, that's that's pushing everything underneath that road. Okay, this, everything shifts. All right, it's not some. I mean, asphalt and concrete is pretty cool, but it's not magic. So that's why they have speed limits, certain speed limits on. That's a long conversation there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, needless to say. You should probably be able to do 75 in uh, eastern Montana. Well, as long as they the roads are rated for that, yeah, absolutely. Um, Just like you can't drive a certain ton of, tr- a certain amount of weight over a bridge, right? Well, you would think that the roads should be fucking shit tight by now because this is fucking america and that's how you fucking yeah well it. and if they have roman concrete then they still can't figure out where the coliseum is still hardening in places no yeah look it up and they what now, how come we can't figure the fuck out anyways where are we at we got to wrap it up moral of the story Uvalde Police Department, a lot of failures on a lot of levels there. Tragic. Doesn't yeah. mean we should ban guns. Just saying. Oh, on top of that, yeah. you should go Not get a gun and Not you should learn how to use it. Yeah, absolutely. So you can protect yourself, protect your family. They are powerful tools. Yes, and that's all it is is a tool. And just like any other tool, guess what? Hammers can do a lot of damage to a human body. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're not kidding and that's a tool. Just watch Casino. Yeah, and well, get on the FBI website. There's a lot. There's a lot of deaths related to. I know a gal that she witnessed dude across the street found his old lady cheating on him, so he took a hammer to her boyfriend's head and in front of the house, in front of everybody. Needless to say, he didn't make it. Brought him down to the ground. Wow. So, it's a tool you can use. Learn how to use it. Be efficient with it. You know, if these actors can do it, we can do it too, okay? They're not superhuman. They're just actors. They just learn. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway. Especially if you make that investment. Well, absolutely. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Because they 
It costs money. It does cost Fire money. Ammo costs, costs money. money. You can learn how to reload, save yourself some money. You know, there's things you can do. It's a great hobby. You know. Absolutely. Anyway. Well, I think this is it for the today. For today. For <laughs> <laughs> Zawa Talk, guys. We'll catch you guys later. Out.